Queen's no fun. Let them play. Let the boys play. Cheetah. Coach, come on. Cheetah. Welcome in to Through the A. It's all we can do to muster the energy to do the show today. Razorback Dave here coming to you live from our remote studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Alongside the common... <laughs> uh, you know what, just for... Hey, Mr. Fisher. What are you... Are you trying to cheat my boys out the game? Then let them play, ref. Let them play. Reasonable. Let them play. Let the boys play. Cheater! Coach, come on. Cheater! Coach. Dude. Cheater. 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 Not, I'm robbed. 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 I don't know what else to say. Absolutely bamboozled and swindled out of a win in Auburn, Alabama. On the road for the second week in a row would have been road SEC wins against ranked opponents. Would have been a monumental win for this Arkansas program. Monumental. You know what? I think we should just count it as a win. And you know, and and you you're going to laugh at this, but we got Ole Miss coming in next week and the the record against Ole Miss they have one more victory over us than we say they have. <laughs> what? Yes, because at the end of a game back in Papa's childhood. Oh, I see what you're saying. They now. kicked a field goal. Uh-huh. That was no good. Yeah. That the ref called, called good. good. And both teams counted as a win. So we're counting it as a win. Two and one. Two, two and one, one hogs. Two and one go to the cotton ranked, ball. Ranked <laughs> number 10 in the nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cue the music. Hey, Mr. <laughs> what are you Are you trying to cheat my boys out the game? I mean, let them play, ref. Let them play. Reasonable. Let them play. Let the boys play. Cheetah, coach, come on. You know, and I'm working on a I'm working on a blog for the Common Fan Officials website. Commonfanofficial.com. Go check it out. Please do. This is a common pod, and uh, typically we're all just happy as <laughs> little larks. Wow. Okay, so we sort of had this discussion. I would I would rather lose mm, by 20. thirty to nothing. Yeah, I would believe what I would have much rather uh, lost by fifty points. Than getting wiggled out of it at the end of the ball game like they did. What what say you? I say we didn't lose. Not that we won. Had we lost though? Had we? Yeah, I'd rather get blown out because you know it's not as heartbreaking. But like, actually, you know what? I've we've been blown out enough over the last three or four years. Kind of gotten. I'm kind of tired of it. So I'm glad they went out there and showed fight. Don't get me wrong, but dude, we didn't lose that game, and mm-hmm. and Auburn didn't beat us. We got cheated. And robbed of a win. I mean, literally, there was a crime of robbery in Auburn, Alabama on Saturday night. And I don't don't know if I will ever get over it. I'm not kidding you. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. You know, and when you look at the stats from the ball game, it was pretty evenly matched. For Arkansas to start as an 18-point underdog, (laughs) it was ridiculously 24 first downs for Auburn, 22 for Arkansas. Um, 446 yards of offense for Auburn, 437 for Arkansas. Yeah. A little difference in time of possession. 32 minutes, 18 seconds for Auburn, 27-42 for um, Arkansas. Both teams were 6 of 15 on third down. Arkansas was 1 of 1 on fourth down. 
Auburn didn't try a fourth down conversion. Uh, and, and, and you know, let's, let's go ahead and get the critiques out of the way. So, you know what my two pet peeves are going to be. Number one, we didn't show up in the first quarter offensively. Yeah. And maybe not defensively either, but the, the offense wasn't giving us any field position to defend. So, you know, we've, we've got to do it. And, and I think Pittman said it in his press conference after the game last night – we got to figure out what we have to do to get better, to yeah. start faster. Because that's three games in a row. Every every game this season has started in a three and out for the Hogs on offense. And he said, we got to get that fixed. And he even said, you know, maybe it's something we're doing in our pregame or maybe it's something we're doing in warm-ups or what we're doing the night before, whatever it is. They got to get it fixed. You yeah. know, I've, we've had teams like that. You and I have been on teams like that. Yeah. We, we used to play the first inning in, in warm-up, you know, just to get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do about that. Now, you know, they scored the first time and, and got ready to do the extra point. We're down 17 to nothing. Yeah. Right? So, we're down 17 to nothing. We finally score on a Mike Woods uh, pass reception four yards from Felipe Franks for the first score for us, and then we muffed the snap. Of course. Wasn't the kicker's fault. No. But it was the snapper's fault, or snapper or the whoever handled the ball. Somebody's fault wasn't a kicker. Yeah. Don't get the ball down, miss the extra point. So then the next two scores, we get 20, uh, 17 to 12 and uh, 20 to 18. Yeah, we, we go tried for to go two. for two twice. Yeah, chasing points too early. Which Right, and that's what you call it, chasing points too early. And I've always had a theory about going for two early in a ball game because what you're basically doing is trying to predict the outcome. Yeah. And you don't stand to look – there's nothing to be gained by doing that. Had we had those two extra points back, the game would be tied right now. We'd be in overtime, regardless of anything else that happened. Yeah. Those two decisions to go for two well, essentially could have cost us the ball game as much as the poor uh, referee call. Right. Well, two things. One, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um, It's always twenty twenty. And I know what you're probably going to say, but well, hindsight. You know what I'm going to say. What, was I, what am I going to say? I think you're going to say you should have seen that in plain sight. I, well, I think I said it when it happened. Yeah. Because we were sitting next to each other yeah. during the ball well, game. Well, I said the same thing, but, I mean, if one of those works, we win that ball game. Okay? But here's the thing, all right? They're low percentage, he, Here's the thing, though. Neither of those two two decisions cost us that football game. Okay? Now, you can say, yeah, well, if – you know, if we hit those, you know, we're up one or the game's tied. If we just go for the extra point, right, yeah, 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 that's all good and dandy, but it didn't matter because we didn't need them. And, yes, I know what you're saying. In theory, they were going down the field to tie the game if we just kicked the extra points there. Well, I, well Yes, but we, in, in spite of all of that, Arkansas won that football game. I agree. And got screwed out of it by the rush. And you can't put it on anything else. I know you can go back and you can critique and you can look and you can say, well, we could have done this, could have done that. In spite of everything that we could have, would have, should have done, the Razorbacks still had a win on that field, and I'm pissed off about it, and I will not get over it. Well, and you sh- and there's a lot of people that are hacked off about it. I mean, Twitter was blowing up. I think – I mean, they're even the – Auburn fans I was about to say, I, I think it. the Auburn fans are mad because they can't get Gus Malzahn fired. It's they not, got robbed that's, too. That's what the, that's what the Auburn fans were posting. Is that uh, <laughs> Auburn didn't win that ball game? No. Referees won that ball game. I have multiple friends that and are they, Auburn trying fans. to run them off. I have multiple friends that are Auburn fans, including one co-host on the common fan, Luke Bigler. 
and not one of them has told me that Auburn should have won that football no. game well. because they shouldn't have. In spite of everything that we screwed up, which we did, we screwed up a fair amount, and I agree. But in spite of all that, the Hogs should have come out on top, and that's what makes me the most upset about this game. Well, it's and, and I'm I'm writing a blog for the Common Fan official called "Is It Worth It?" and 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 in that blog, I'm going to examine is is it worth it? I mean, because t- today and today being Sunday. Today was the first day I have ever thought that if we wanted to get out of the SEC, I'd be okay with it. Because <laughs> yeah. I like the competition. You know, I like the prestige of being the SEC. The money's good. Yeah. The games are meaningful. But if you don't have a fair shake to win those games, yeah, is it worth it? And that uh, check my blog out. It'll probably be out uh, tomorrow, late tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. Commonfanofficial.com. At the commonfanofficial.com. And uh, – uh, and examine because I'm really going to get into the and and I'm gonna I'm gonna cite uh, I'm gonna cite instances where the referees have stepped and I watched an Alabama not just with the Razorbacks no right? no I watched an Alabama Ole Miss game two or three years ago where the they the referee went to spot the ball for Alabama set the ball down looked over saw it wasn't a first down yet moved the ball a yard and a half to give them the first down yeah. Well, I'm going to show you something after this that's going to – oh, it's really going to grind your gears. Oh, well, you probably should have show it to me in the break. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll show it to you during the break. But it's a video of Missouri against South Carolina. South Carolina spikes the ball backwards into the end zone. Uh-huh. Play stops. Well more – way more than five – That's five, a safety. Five seconds. No, it's not a safety. Somebody recover it? Missouri recovers it in the end zone. For a touchdown. They blew the play dead, though. You know, not immediate recovery. I'll be damned if they didn't go back and reverse the call and give Missouri a touchdown. Now answer me this question. Because uh, Trey Biddy tweeted Longer than something. Joe Fouché. Trey Biddy tweeted something after the ball game that said, the whistle is irrelevant on review of a play like that. It is. So, and, the and, SEC's argument is moot. Well, Because you can look at the video and see both – that exactly. Our players going after the ball immediately. And us getting held, too. And, and being held. They're yeah. saying that the, the football action was done. They had Grant no. Morgan in a headlock at the line of scrimmage because yeah. he was trying to get to that football because it was a fumble. Yeah. And everybody in their mothers knows it, including Bo Nix. Bo Nix, I hope you hear this. You're an idiot, and you're a below-average quarterback in the SEC. And guess what? Your offensive coordinator does not care about you, and I know you don't like him because y'all suck, and we should have beat you. And I hope you hear it. Well, we did beat them. Yeah, but the school board didn't say. He knows what. I hope he hears I wonder it. if they did club dub at Auburn last night. God. <laughs> that was uh, uh, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Dude, I'm fired up. I told you before this I might get fired up. I'm sorry. Well, that's I can't all right. handle hey, it. Hey, this is not a problem you with know, that, I tell you. <laughs> I was getting over it, too, before, before we sat well, down to well, do this. I was getting over it. Now yeah, I'm just well, pissed you know off what, all over it. We'd have waited until tomorrow to record. We usually record these on Monday. Yeah. And then drop them right afterwards. And if I'd have waited, then you'd just be out. Whatever piece you come to between now and tomorrow afternoon is gone. We'd just be gone. God, so I'm so well mad. Plus, we get a chance to do it in the same room, which we don't always typically That's get true. To do. That's true. But golly, I'll never get over it. Well, you will. You won't. You'll. You'll never forget. You might. You never forget. You might forget, but you'll never forget. I ain't forgiven nobody. Uh, okay. <laughs> nobody is forgiven. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I tell you what. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back and we'll talk about maybe some of the good things that happened during the ball there game. There you go. There you go. Through the A. We'll be right back after this. 
Keeping your business free from infection is serious business. Are you making sure your employees and customers are safe with solutions that are truly safe for them to use? If you're asking employees to use disinfectant all day, every day, make sure it's the right choice. If you want your customers to be safe, use the best products. Waltz D is an EPA-registered hard surface disinfectant that is FDA-approved for food contact surfaces. It's a new era of clean, built for the new normal. An environmentally friendly disinfectant that is safe, effective, and sustainable. And we're back through the A, brought to you by Waltz D, store.avcare.com. That's A-V-K-A-R-E. You can use the promo code TFC20. TCF20. That's what I said. So you're close. You almost had them. <laughs> the dyslexia got me. <laughs> TCF20, 5% off purchase. And I created the code. So you did, you, yeah. you think that I would know. You were the one that gave us the code, and then that's, you messed it up. Avcare, A-V-K-A-R-E, store.avcare.com. <laughs> What's the code? <laughs> anyway. So, all right. So, let's see. What about Traylon Smith? Man, the kid stepped up big time. I think I was screaming at the TV the whole night, stop handing the ball off to Traylon Smith, and I'll be, oh, man went off. And, you know, and I'm glad they kept handing him the ball. I got him the ball on, a, on that one drive. Probably every play, except for maybe one, marched down the field and scored. Yeah, 21 carries, 87 yards. 3.9 yards per carry, six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. And his longest catch was 25 yards. And he was blocking on blitzes. I mean, yeah. he was doing it all. Stepped up big. Now, the one thing that he doesn't have – he's got the heart, but he doesn't have the tools for is running between the tackles. Agreed. As a power back. And that's what, you that's know, what we got the, That's not why for. we have Traylon Smith. For. Exactly. So, I mean, he did the best we could. I would have liked to have seen a little more out of Monte Spivey. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen uh, maybe that other that true freshman Johnson. come in. Yeah. You know, I mean, why not? If you're going to put Malik Hornsby out there, yeah. he had two carries for a net minus one yard. Nice. Not really sure what they were trying to do there. Was um, K.J. Jefferson hurt? I wonder if he didn't just miss his opportunity when they put him in against Mississippi State and he fumbled at the goal line. Well, you know, the, you've, you've, you have experience with – opportunities yeah you got to take advantage when you get when you get the opportunity you just have to kind of do it yeah you, know? you can't you can't blink and you both of them blinked. they have a hard time going back to it coaches both, are both, like that. they won't you won't see that package for the rest of the season because both of them blinked and i'm not Who's not left isn't there somebody else no, there's nobody left i mean john, we you got, got jack Lindsay and john stephen jones but bless their hearts they're not playing for this football team no offense yeah, yeah. all the respect in the world for them the kids stuck with us through terrible seasons but you know they just don't got it and that's not saying speaking anything negative on them as people yeah. but you know just talent wise they don't have it um but you know felipe franks is your guy oh yeah i told I, you before, i told you before the game what i you want you go ahead and tell them what, what i said before the game what was my prediction for felipe predicted franks him to have 300 yards passing and three touchdowns and three touchdowns and what do you have it was almost four. It was, it was three three it was like 320 yeah, it was with, with four touchdowns yeah 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 15 to 38 
Uh, oh, that's his rushing. I'm sorry. He had 15 carries for 38, which he hasn't done well so far. Yeah. Well, he carried the ball 15 times, 38 yards. Uh, he was 22 of 30 for 318, four touchdowns. The longest was 44 yards, and he was sacked three times. Felt like he got sacked a lot more than that. but I. Yeah, they're probably not counting the times that he got back to the line of yeah, scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. That, that kind of saved him. But what about the receivers? Mike Woods, Traylon Smith, Davion Warren. So Woods was six catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Told you Smith. Davion Warren was five catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. And Blake Kern got in there, four catches, 59 yards. You don't see – the Henry kid on here. They didn't throw it to him. I last didn't see night. you know, man. Uh, he's just he's just a red shirt freshman. True. So it's it's hard to make True. a decision. you know. Hudson a came up big at linebacker last night though. Hayden, Hayden, making, Hayden. Hayden. All right, right. Yeah, Hayden played real well. I mean, there's a bunch of Henrys. I know it's confusing. Um but Hudson, you know, he's a red shirt freshman. He had a touchdown catch last week. I don't think he's as physical as Pittman would like him to be. And Blake Kern's like a fifth year senior and he was a walk-on, and he's just a big body. Um, I mean, clearly not as good at receiving back as as Hudson, um, but he he's what we needed at that position in this game. Yeah, uh, played lights out, man. How about Davion Warren? Yeah. Second week in a row, man. I'm t- he had nine catches in his career for like thirty-eight yards. That's that's just a guess. And he's had ten or eleven for over two hundred yards the last two games. With three touchdown catches. Yeah, he's come up big. And One to put the game away and last night. He's not been a starter. He's no. only starting now because uh, he's Burks not even. Is he's out. still not a start. Well, yeah, he is technically because Burks is is out. But on uh, you know on paper he's listed well, as, as a I, as second team. I think they have to get him back in the game. You know, Traylon or yeah, Traylon Burks, Smith. Oh no, 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 Burks and Warren. And uh, and Woods are your three top receivers. I don't know. Trey Knox still up there for me. I know he had a rough you know, he game. Had he had a bad. He had a bad he game. One in the back of the end zone. On he that did first two point conversion that he should have had. I agree. He just didn't look the ball in. I agree. It's fundamental. I I I, I cannot know, agree more. It's fundamental. You have to. Well, you got to remember this kid's just a true sophomore too. Okay, but you know we just gaffed the Malik Hornsby for coming in and taking his shot and not performing. Well, I didn't gaff him. Well, no, but. You know, probably won't see that package again, right? Because he had that one shot and muffed it. Mm-hmm. But Trey the difference—the difference is—I'm I, not disagreeing at all. But, but he's, it was he's, raining straight down. It was raining straight down. I'm not making excuses, but he's the best we've got. No, I, you know, I, there's a difference between Malik Hornsby coming in and not performing. Okay, well. so you're gonna, so you would sit Davion Warren when Burks gets back? No, you don't ever. Well, you never re- play receivers um, the whole game without everybody else getting True, snaps. But somebody has to. Somebody has Somebody's to start. starter. I'm, if I'm starter. Pittman, I, it's an or. You know, yeah, well, I, I'm I, listing him as I, Traylon Burks or I hope Davion nobody's Warren. foolish enough to think the kids don't see through that. Well, I mean, you can only start three wide receivers, and well, if you okay, you know, you need to win the job right now. I don't know how you keep Warren out of the starting lineup. No, I agree. I'm I'm not disagreeing. He earned it, but they're also two different receivers. Trey Knox is a huge body; they can go up and get fifty fifty balls, and, and Davion Warren's five ten. So there's a it's six five versus five ten. I don't know if it's six five. I'm gonna see if I can find the seasonal stats when we get into talking about the game. Quickly on defense, Jalen Cadline, ten solo tackles, fourteen total. Hudson Clark, who is even who even is Hudson Clark? <laughs> Hudson Clark is a cornerback that was maybe even third string. Was he number seventeen? Yes. Had to come in against Mississippi State and, sh- and just played lights out and played played another good game this week. He had seven solo tackles last night. Good for him. 
Uh, no one would have ever – if you told me that Hudson Clark was going to play before this season, I would have told you no chance. Marshall had six. Gregory had six. Poole had six. Boucher had five. Grant Morgan – what about Grant Grant Morgan has to be at the top of the Brandon Burlesworth award list right now. Kid's a stud. He's a stud. He's a walk-on. He's a walk-on, and he's and also he's a a, an absolute stud. Brother of Drew Morgan. Yeah. I'm not sure how he doesn't get a scholarship. Well, he Does did. That, he has one. He I mean, has he's one on now, now, but – the previous regime I don't know did if, not feel the need to award him one. Well, I don't and know. And we couldn't stop water running <laughs> last year. Yeah. I don't know if uh, – I lost my train of thought. I don't, I don't know if Drew Morgan was a walk-on or had a scholarship either. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I, I want to say that he that. didn't, but that's just a hunch. I don't. Yeah. I really don't remember. not going to lie to you. But, no, Grant Morgan playing lights out, team captain, linebacker, you know, before the season, oh, I don't know, linebackers, you know, it's going to be iffy. Those dudes are playing lights out, two of the best linebackers in, in the conference, and there's no denying it. And I'm you know, I'm super happy for him because Grant Morgan's a good dude. He's actually married. I didn't know. If, I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't Grant know. Morgan is married, um, been there forever, probably six years, you know, you know and, well, and he's, he's playing lights out. Here's a little history lesson for you. All right. A lot of people don't know Lance Allworth was married and was set to go to Ole Miss and they wouldn't take married players. Really? Yeah. Lance, wow. Lance Allworth is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Huh. Look it up. Bambi. Played for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard me talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lance Allworth was 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 married back in the in the fifties or sixties when he played. Wow. And and was headed to headed to Ole Miss and Ole Miss wouldn't take married players. Well Ole Miss has always been stupid, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, there's that. Oh uh, yeah, I do not. I, I do. Not, we none of us here care for Ole Miss. I'm sure no one listening does either. Um, but anyway, as far as the game goes, man, there are a lot of positives to look at um, with this one. Yes, the Hogs did not come out on top on the scoreboard. But 18-point dogs to start off the week, moved down to 14, more than covered that spread. Um, the question marks with the the offense have kind of been put to bed um, as each week they've gotten better and better and better, and I attribute that to Franks settling in. I attribute that to the offensive line playing a lot better, making some room for, for the backs and giving Felipe some time. Um I really think there's a lot of good things to look at. Now, the defense didn't tackle as well as we had, were used to them seeing, and you can probably put that on the weather a little bit. Um, but they, they, they stepped up when they had to. Um, like I said, Felipe Franks played lights out. He is definitely our guy, and I just look for this offense to definitely continue to improve. Um, and if the defense can keep playing the way they are, this team is going to win some football games. Um, I don't know when. I think I'm in our predictions. I'm gonna pr- predict them. Finally, I'm going to predict the Hogs to actually win. I think they beat Ole Miss this weekend, uh, just because they always do. Doesn't matter what year it is. You know, the year actually. It's always a dogfight. It's always a dogfight. You know, the year that the fourth and twenty-five. Did you know? I don't know if you remember, but Ole Miss had beaten Alabama that year. Did they? they Ole almost Miss beat them last night. Almost beat had them the last night. Had the same referee yeah. crew that did our game not flown to Alabama real quick and done that <laughs> one. Dude, but Ole Miss always plays Alabama. But the year that Hudson, or Hudson, Hunter Henry did the 4th and 25 to Alex Collins, everybody knows the game we're talking about in, in overtime. 
um, Alabama got beat by Ole Miss that year. Yeah. And Ole Miss was first in the West, and we don't beat them there. They're in the SEC championship. And I didn't realize that until I saw that SEC short and went and fact-checked, and that's the truth. So I don't think Ole Miss is, is um, as good as Alabama, obviously. Uh, so I really do think that the Hogs are going to take this one this weekend. Well, now let's talk real quick about um, the things we need to work on. Special teams are not getting any better. Special teams sucks. They're, they're just they're not terrible. getting any better. And I don't know why that is. We're supposed to have an all-world special teams coach. You would think, man. But we got the we got the punt block, which gave up the first score. I mean, you get that one back, we win by five, right? Yeah, no, well, they're not. Yeah, because they they're, recovered they're the block a, punt in the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, well, they're going for a touchdown there instead of a field goal, so I don't, you don't really know how much you'd win by. It'd be either be by a little bit more than that. It'd they don't, be I don't think they get the touchdown. It'd they be, don't get in the end zone if, if, they're, if yeah, they're doing that. I agree, um, but – um, so we got to get that shored up, and I don't know what it's going to take on that either. Um, oh, I don't okay, know okay, anything about right, special right, teams? Right, okay, I really don't. Well, I tell you what, if I was a special teams coach, I would at least make sure that everybody knows where to line up. Yeah, we got called three times last the same night thing. for not having enough men on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, on a punt. Yeah, I don't. There's I don't, no excuse for that. That's coaching. Did you see uh, Pittman's uh, post-game presser? I did not, no. Uh, you know, I'm big on those. I, I, uh, well, that's where all the information is. Well, yeah, I've watched every single one since he was hired, um, which is kind of scary to think about. Uh, but anyway, uh, he said <laughs> he was asked about special teams, and, you know, he was trying not to cuss. <laughs> he was saying, he was saying, you know, uh, we got to flip and figure out how to freaking block a, for a freaking punt or else, you know, we're going to freaking have that <laughs> happen all the time. That was, that was almost an exact quote of what he said. Yeah. So he's not happy about special teams either, um, which is good. Here's why it's good, because um, if he was if he just said something along the lines of, yo, you know, we're just going to go back to work. We're going to figure it out and we'll get there. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Um, I, I would have been pissed off. <laughs> he would have said we're fragile. Fragile, yeah, they're fragile. That's a very we're fragile, fragile right locker now. room. You know, this team is not fragile. They're hacked off now. Yeah. Oh, I they're... think they play with a vengeance Saturday night. I think they play with it. vengeance for the rest of the season. However, I hope anyway. We have got to figure out how to run a clock out, dude. We got the ball back with two thirty-eight. That's two games in a row. That's two games in a row. And you know, we hit the swinging jug last week against Mississippi State. Weren't able to pull it off. Get 16 yards. I yeah. mean, 16 seconds is all we could take off that clock. Now, they yeah. had their they had their timeouts, so they called all three of them. However, we had, we had, time they called the third timeout, we had third and 12. In my, in my whole thing with that is, yes, you can blame it on the shotgun, but what happens – okay, hear me out. What what if you line up in, in an I formation, you hand the ball off to the right three times, get stopped – Three times in a row, they take all three timeouts. You're running about 16 seconds off the clock anyway, right? That was just because they couldn't get the ball moving. Now, I agree. But you're going forward. You're going forward. Yeah, you know, if they, that's not always the case. Well, not only that, Felipe Franks, if he could take the ball from under center, he's going to lean for three yards. Three of those, and you're looking at, at fourth, at second and four, or third and four, or fourth and one. My, my thing is, um, and maybe it's because I'm 20 years old, and I haven't ever coached a football game in my entire life. But 
here's what I'm doing. If it's if we're down like that, or not down, if we're up, trying to run out the clock, and it's and we've got a third and twelve, okay. I'm going for the win. I'm I'm calling up a play that's going to well, get us a first down. And if we throw an incomplete pass, so be it. It's still it's one timeout. That's not going to kill us. No, and that's it's not like we're throwing was, on all three downs. Well, and I said it last night. I didn't think that the the timeouts were as important as getting the first down because of how quickly Auburn could move the ball. Exactly. When they that's to. my I, thing. I didn't think it was as critical against them as it was Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm. But I, ten times out of a ten, I'm I'm drawing up a play if I'm bear, if I'm Kendall Bryles and I'm trying to get the first down and put Man, that ball game been, away. First of all, Auburn's defense was gassed. They yeah. were through. Mm-hmm. If we'd have thrown a we were moving, those, if we'd thrown a couple of those little short passes to Bart, that's Smith, what I like told you. Had been, I sat there and told you just throw those we'll short passes. One first down. One first down would have won the ball game. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's why I told you. I said I'm just I'm just running those short little. Passes to Traylon Smith because we were moving the ball at will against well, him. and I like the your entire idea. I like half. your idea. See, so we had two discussions about this, and the first one, your rebuttal was, "Well, this offense is not designed to run out the clock. It's not." So, and my 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 rebuttal to that was, "Okay, well, most offenses are not designed for two minutes. Not designed for two minutes. So, why don't you have a two minute offense that runs the clock?" And yeah. your suggestion was. My suggestion was, why don't you get Jack Lindsey um, and, a, and, a, and the center, or Jack Lindsey or John Stephen Jones, somebody that can, all they do all week long is practice taking snaps from under center. That way, whenever you've got to kneel the clock out, you can do it from the I formation. When you've got to get a QB sneak, you can do it from the I formation. When you've got to run out the clock, you can do it from the I formation. So it's just like a package that you put in at goal line, put in Malik Hornsby, except for you bring in a guy that's been there for years, he's got some experience, and all he knows how to do is take the ball from under center and run out the clock, QB sneak, or take yeah. a knee. Yeah, and I think that's a good idea. Oops. I, I, mean, that's, that, I think that's a, a really good idea. Uh, maybe they'll listen to the show. <laughs> maybe, man. And uh <laughs> do something about it. Well, they're going to have yeah. to do something. And, you know, and it's clear they're going to have to do something. Of course, and they know that. They're well, not and, stupid. And Pittman said in his press conference after the ball game last night, you know, he said if I if I had it to do all over again, I might have done I might have tried to go for the win right there. And he said, "Well, no, since we lost, I guess I would have tried to go for the win right there." <laughs> yeah. So he knows he made they made a couple of poor judgment calls in that game and of course. not at least thinking that the first down was important now. You know, anybody that's ever talked to me about the '98 Tennessee game is going to say, you, "What a hypocrite!" I hate the balls. You know, so but 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 in that case, sorry, and <laughs> in, in that case, and the offenses being what they are now, we had to we, we we had to do something. But other than that, and I tell you what, I don't think we hit hard in the first quarter like we have been the first two games. Did you did you see it like that? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I looked at you. Uh, when it was 17 to nothing, and I said, it just feels different. Well, aside from the fact that we were down 17 points, but yeah. yeah but it, the defense. They weren't, they weren't playing. And I don't, maybe the footing and, was but, bad. But I also you told you, but I also said, I don't know if you remember me saying this, I said, I don't know if they're just not ready to play or they're just extremely composed. Remember, do you remember me yeah, saying that? Because they were down 17 to zero. You said that late in the ball game. No, I said that. Oh, yeah, that was late in the ball game. I didn't know if they, if they were if they were uh, tired, not wanting to play, or they were just really composed. And I think it's safe to say that they were just super composed. Uh, I heard, um, I don't remember, maybe Jalen Catalan. I'm not sure who it was. Somebody say they've never seen uh, 
Felipe Frank's in panic mode. Um, so I think that's probably part of what we were watching. But well, the yeah, defense definitely, back to the, the question, defense definitely didn't hit as hard um, as previous weeks. And I don't know, maybe the footing was bad, you know. <laughs> we got a good report before the game that the field was wet. Yeah, very good report. Shout out to that guy. Uh, hey, how's it down there on the field? Oh, well, it's wet. Field, Thank you. The field is still wet. Thank you. It's been raining for two days. All right, we're going to take one last break. We're going to come back and preview the Ole Miss game. When we come back, you're listening to Through the A, Razorback Dave, and the common fans on Austin Dunstan. We'll be right back. Worried about getting sick? To stay safe, the CDC recommends you do five things. One, wash your hands. Two, keep your hands away from your face. Three, cough or sneeze into your elbow. Four, keep your distance. Five, if you're not feeling well, stay in. When you can't get to soap and water, use an alcohol-free hand sanitizer like Waltz Free. It's a lotion that's also a powerful hand sanitizer that works in just 15 seconds, lasts four times longer, and won't damage or dry out your hands, even if you use it many times a day. All right, welcome back to Through the A. And as I mentioned on the the pilot episode of this, that we're, I wanted to bring some stories back that I had collected over the years. And I got one here, Austin. This I got this story in February of 1999 from Don Raglan. And it's there's a lot of them here, but the one I'm going to read to you, it says, when I lived in Houston from 1988 to 1995, I would go to every game the Hogs would play football, basketball against Rice and Houston. My most memorable football moment from those years was driving up to College Station to see the Razorbacks beat A&M to win their first Southwest Conference title. As I recall, there was a very controversial pass interference call, or non-call, on fourth down late in the game that sealed it for us, then went to the Cotton Bowl against none other than Tennessee, which we lost in a very entertaining game. Our section was pretty evenly mixed between Arkansas and Tennessee fans, and I must say I was impressed with the rapidly loyal yet unfailing, unfailingly polite ball fans. <laughs> that impression has stayed with me, and I still feel that way. By the way, Michigan fans were the same way in the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> so the ball fans have a history of irritating Razorback fans. There's no doubt about it. They're the worst. They're, I mean, hey, listen, it's not personal, okay? Some of my best friends are Vols fans, however. Yeah, no, some <laughs> of my – all of my best friends are Vols fans. <laughs> all, every single one of them loves the Vols, and they know they know that I can't stand them. And they know, and they don't care. They don't care. You know, but, no. hey, it's all love. It's nothing personal. You can like different things. I still love you. But, God, you're stupid. <laughs> all right, so – Ole Miss, Saturday. What time's that ball game? Is it, did we know? Oh, it's an afternoon kickoff. I want to say 2.30, but that is literally just off my head. Let me look it up while, while, you, while you go on. Uh, let's see. Well, I got the schedule right here. Oh, why don't you just tell us then? Why are you asking me? Six. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, I'm pretty it's sure it's not, an afternoon oh, yeah, game. Yeah, it's 2.30. That was a good guess. That by but me I don't right think there. it's uh, – I don't think it's the CBS game. I mean, I guess it could no, be. No, it's got to be. That's got to be Georgia and Bama. Got to be. Yeah, probably so. At any rate, the Ole Miss game is set for 2.30 on Saturday. Ole Miss had a very – they had a chance to beat Alabama last night. They just couldn't stop that running back. 
Now, Najee Harris is probably the best running back in the SEC, and that's going to be a really good game. I, we won't go into it because this is Arkansas, but they play Georgia this week, which us as Hawks fans know that Georgia's got the best rushing defense that's in the country. Be, that's gonna be That'll be a good game. See how that plays out. 100%. It sure will. Uh, no doubt, but I, Ole Miss has two receivers. A okay. freshman and a fifth-year senior. Right. And they were they were very good. We're going to have to – we may wind up having to play the same defense against Ole Miss as we played against Mississippi State. I all I, I don't know what we're going to have to run. Um, but what I do know is that I have all of the confidence in the world in Barry Odom. Yeah. I think he's going to have a game plan drawn up that's going to work. It worked against Georgia for a while. It worked against Mississippi State. It worked against Auburn. And I think he's going to have this team prepared for whatever they have – they're going to struggle, and they know that they're going to struggle against this Arkansas defense because it's stout. And Barry Odom is a genius. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. And we still don't have our defensive ends back. No. We got we, Soli back. We, we got Mateo Soli back, and I think I saw Julius Coates in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, and they played great. I mean, we had pressure on the quarterback all night. Uh, the defense looked really good. They didn't tackle as well as what we were talking about. Yeah, they didn't they were tackle very off well. Of them a little bit. It looked like they weren't hitting, but like you said, it was terrible conditions. So like it was not good footing. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't great footing. Uh, I think that'll get better. Even Pittman said, you know, we didn't tackle as well as we have been tackling. Yeah. Um, in spite of all that, they should have won and got robbed. Um, <laughs> but and, well, and I, th- I have heard people say we're the best tackling team in the SEC right now. They hit hard. They do. They do, they and they wrap real, up. Yeah, you know, they, and they don't. They're very careful not to get targeted. Now I'll say that, and somebody will get tagged for targeting have, on Saturday. But have you listened to to anything Barry Odom's ever said to the teams? I have not. Any time they always they kind of make not make fun of him, but they it's like uh, when I used to make fun of my high school coach, not like make fun of him, but just kind of point out the things yeah, that make it funny. He listens to the, we don't really mean that. <laughs> No, 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 no. Not like, uh, you know, he's got those Not things. Not a disrespectful thing. No, he's got those things that he's such yeah. a tough guy. Imitation and is he's, the greatest form of flattery. Yeah, no, he's such a tough guy and so well-respected that you can't help but sometimes look at him in a funny light. And he knows. Yeah. And um, <laughs> But he all, Barry Odom always says, run and hit. He'll, he'll, they say he'll just be talking, you know, you got to line up here, run and hit. Kind of like a Tourette's thing. Mm-hmm. Run and hit, run and hit, run and hit. And I, that's what the hogs do. They literally yeah. they run and they hit. And I and think I've beautiful. heard them say, and it's knowing what to hit. Yeah, is the is the critical mass for that for that defense. Yeah, but Barry Odom has this defense plan. I mean, seriously, two years ago, this team got beat fifty two to six, and that's not that's not a joke. Yeah. Last year, I don't know if this team scored a touch. I don't remember what it was. Uh, was not pretty. Last year, I do know that uh, Mississippi State beat this team fifty-two to ten. Um, Barry Odom has this team playing hard, has them caring, has them believing, and uh, you know I think that this staff is maybe not the staff that Arkansas wanted, um, but it is definitely a staff that a staff that this school needed. And I'm not saying that they're going to take us to the promised land. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, Pittman's going to win us an SEC championship, but he's going to get us on the right track. Yeah. I guarantee you that, and he's already done it. Well, we're going to have a chance against Ole Miss. We're going to have a chance against A&M. We're going to have a chance against Tennessee. We're going to beat Tennessee, yep. We're going to have a chance against LSU and Missouri, and we're going to beat either Florida or Alabama. You think? I do. And I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. And don't, and don't think that it can happen because 
But for the sake of a referee's call, we beat Alabama. You know, oh, I just thought of this. It was sorry. This was a light. Oh my bad. This is a light bulb moment that just went off in my head. Okay. How big of a double middle fingers up to the SEC would it be if Alabama, if Alabama went all season undefeated and they scheduled Arkansas at the end of the season so they can have a quote unquote easy win yep. to get to the playoff and we just knock them off, man? You, oh, that would be so. so and then what? I would forgive. I would forgive them if that happened. And it'll come out in my article, commonfanofficial.com. Is it worth it? So, so they jabbed us. They they gave us the two toughest op- extra opponents. Yeah. So they gave us Florida and Georgia. Of course. And then they wiggled us last night in that ball game. They also wiggled and, us. In- and I'm going to tell you what. We'll have to beat Alabama by 20 points to have a chance to win that game because they will not let that happen. No, I agree. They <laughs> will not let it happen. You also forget that they wiggled us by making us play Georgia first now, and Alabama last. Here's the thing. Let the record show that prior to 2007 – in 2007, when the SEC started protecting their player, t- protecting their higher-ranked teams like they do, anybody ever heard of pin wagers? Well, I'm going to tell you, the first rule of pin wagers is if you know a referee's name and what he looks like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> it is not a good thing for anybody to know who you are if you're a football referee. And you know yeah. why that is? Because if I know your name, you're sticking it up somebody's thruster. <laughs> Every week. And Penn Wagers was the SEC hitman that they traveled all over. To protect. And, and now, and I called them out then. I've got old emails with the, the um, commissioner. <laughs> the one that came after uh, C.M. Newton. Who was that? I can't remember his name. Anyway. I don't know. I was like oh, We went back and forth for weeks over that. Oh, no, we're not doing anything of the sort. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. They eventually did it so bad, they had to suspend that referee crew. Really? That's how blatant they got in keeping the higher I've heard teams the, in the I've heard game. you talk about pin wagers before. So oh, I, yeah. yeah. Well, there'll be a little bit more to read about in my article. But the point is, is, it, it, is they're blatantly doing it now. I mean, it's just... It's just obvious. Yeah. They were doing it to Ole Miss last night. I Well, I actually have an article on commonfanofficial.com right now, which isn't as long and, you know, uh, well thought out as yours because I did it in the heat of the moment and I was pissed and I just wanted to get something out there to let everybody know that I'm not okay. Hey, Mr. Fisher. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I said that uh, I figured I can come to terms with the fact that they're not going to let Arkansas win that football game because I get it. You were not a legitimate threat in the West in their eyes. And I get it. And we will be, but we're not right now. And I, and I can come to terms with the fact that they weren't going to let Arkansas win that football game. But I just did not think that it was going to be so blatantly obvious. I think those were my exact words. I did not think that it was going to be so blatantly obvious that the whole country is saying, you know what, Arkansas, you got screwed. Okay, you know what? And that's what makes me and so mad. I don't know if they were if they were deliberately trying to wiggle us. They did. I don't care I, I know what they, they were did, trying to do. I just think they just blew it. I don't care what they were trying to do. Well, I agree. They robbed us. Someone should arrest the man. Hey, Mr. Fisher. <laughs> Seriously, robbed us. I'll never get over Well, there's one condition. If we beat Bama at the end of the season, they're undefeated. Then I'll, I'll get over it. Well, hey, you know what? They'll do just what they did a few years ago when we beat LSU at the end of the season. What's that? They paid the other three teams to lose, and LSU was right back in the no. national championship game. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Um, I think that. That we we beat LSU to knock them. They were number one and headed to the King's Row. What year and, is this? Uh, 
I don't remember if it was the if it was the miracle on Markham or if it was the one where uh, Petrino's team hit London Crawford. Casey Dick hit London Crawford on fourth and fourth and inches, and they went in the end zone and, oh, and beat LSU in Little was, Rock. Was that at Little Rock? I think so. I mean, me and you or were maybe it was the McFadden game where he just that was Casey Dick. Yeah, that was Casey Dick. Uh, it was one of the one of the time we beat LSU a lot. Yeah, I love beating anyway, LSU. There's it's, nothing it's like it. One of those years where they but they were. Uh, Les Miles was the coach, and they were headed to the national championship game. And I remember the post-game interviews, Les Miles saying, well, you know, we're clearly not going to get to achieve our goal. And then that night, the three teams that were ahead of them all got, got beat, beat, and they went right back to number one and got in a BCS national championship game. Well, you know, like I said, I can come to terms with not letting the Razorbacks win the game. I get it. Whatever. You know, it's going to happen and until we're a legitimate threat. Maybe someday down the road, we're going to be the ones getting protected. Uh, if we start winning, we will be. And it really comes down to are you undefeated. Yeah, if I you're guess. undefeated, well, they want the two teams. But, I, yeah. Well, know. I'm telling you, man, maybe somewhere down the road in the future, I see. that's what I see. I, I see the way things, not how they are, how they should be. Yeah. I see a world where maybe Arkansas – this is this is this is a conversation that Auburn's having right now. This is a conversation that we're sitting yeah. back like, ah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. You, you, you probably should have won, <laughs> but it's on our record, so we won. I see I see a future where we're sitting here and we're like, you know, let's just talk about next week's game. Let's just run out of run out of that stadium with the win. Well, the last thing I'm going to say about this game is that, and, and 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 not really quote Sam Pittman, but. Uh, repeat what he was trying to say, which is the days of them going out and embarrassing their fan base or embarrassing themselves for that matter are over. Yeah. I mean, they've come to play. They played three ball games. They've come to play. Everybody thought they'd be 0-3 at this point. Yeah. You know, so. And should be 2-1. and It should be 2-1. and hey, you know what matters? They're 3-0. You yeah. know why they're 3-0? They're 3-0 against the spread. They're 3-0 against the spread, <laughs> which is, they don't happen very often. Well, they're, they're doing so well against the spread, they're going to open as a four-point underdog to Ole Miss. Yeah, check that. It's now two-point. Already. Already. Wow. Arkansas so, is a two-point dog to Ole Miss this weekend. People are people in Vegas are tired of the Hogs beating that well, spread. Ole Miss baby. is going to win that game straight up, which is why the line's moving. They might be the favorite for the week's out. You mean the Hogs. You said Ole Miss. I, well, you know what I meant. Yeah, you better meant the Hogs. Hogs are winning. Yeah, that dyslexia got me again. Three touchdowns. All right, well, that's going to do it for Through the A this week. We'll be back next week to talk about the Ole Miss victory. Bingo. Thank you for joining us. This is Razorback Dave for Austin Dunstan. Be sure and visit thecommonfanofficial.com and follow all of the Common Fan podcasts. Uh, the Common Fan on dropping on Wednesday against the odds, dropping on Thursday, and Talking Tennessee that drops on Friday. You can catch links to all that at thecommonfanofficial.com. Until then, we'll see you next time.